0: Hey guys, I'm Dr. Phoenix and welcome back to a special episode of my Fit For One. I'm doing, for this episode, a Fit Beauty feature with the awesome Abiola Abrams. She is the midwife for your inspired life columnist and the author of the, uh, oh gosh, my brain (laughs) froze, I'm sorry. Is this, and it's live, oh gosh. Um, For Abiola Abrams, the author of the Sacred Bomb Show handbook of self-love so brain freeze right there but i'm sorry i kind of screwed up your intro but you're still awesome that doesn't change that and today i'm having you here to talk about some fit beauty topics basically self-love having you share your fitness and weight loss journey which a lot of people may not even know that because you just look amazing and awesome. And I think people make the assumption that you've always been this tiny, petite, cute little thing. Um, so I wanted to have you on to talk a little bit about that. And this is something that you do talk about on your channel, so you're very equipped to drop some like amazing knowledge for people here on Google and YouTube. So with that, I want to take it away, hand over the baton to you, and just have you tell us a little bit about
1: yourself. Oh, thank you so much, Phoenix. This is so awesome. Thank you so much for featuring me, for interviewing me, for making me a part of your conversation. And just so you know, it's a long book title. So it's all right to stumble (laughs) over it. I probably stumble over it. It's a long title.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I had a serious brain fart right there
1: yeah it's a lot sacred bombshell handbook self-love it's a long title (laughs) (laughs) so now what was the first question what
0: did you ask me (laughs) so if you could tell us i know i gave like a a a bit about you like a, a synopsis an author synopsis of you um if you could tell us a little bit about yourself uh and then also segue into your fitness and weight loss
1: journey any
0: story that you'd love to share
1: Sure, absolutely. I am an empowerment coach. I'm an author. I host, uh, as you alluded to, also a YouTube channel and podcast uh, called, the current, current web series I have is called Spiritpreneur School. And I, the reason why I call myself the midwife for your inspired life or a self-worth midwife is that I really strongly believe that my calling, my purpose for being on this planet, you know, and I think you can relate to this a bit, is about helping women to awaken to who they are and helping us to be able to get unstuck in those areas of our lives where our own belief systems tend to block us and hold us back. And so I very firmly believe that this is the work that I was born to do. And, you know, like you, I am blessed to be doing it over a number of platforms. So that's books and blogs, but also, you know, TV and um. Bright web series broadcasts and I have an advice column also for essence So a number of different places, but it's the same exact thing that I do wherever I am
0: Awesome, awesome Okay,
1: so now let's talk a little bit about your
0: fitness journey and or weight loss journey If you have a story that you'd like to share um, yeah. if you were at one point overweight and and basically what you did to get to the point where you lost the weight and entered a more healthy space. So if you could share that with us, that would be cool.
1: Yes. Well, a few years ago, Phoenix, I actually lost 50 pounds Um, and, you know, people, even people who knew me were like, I didn't realize you had 50 pounds on you just because some of us, you know, particularly women of color, like people say that we carry weight well, you know, or that, you know, they feel like, oh, well, it was, you know, it's all the right places. So what was the problem? Well, the problem is that it also, it may look fun, but it also then is in your arteries. know which you know as an md and it it, and i was very extremely unhealthy um that i grew up not being interested in working out um to me like i would run from like any kind of like physical fitness or anything like that that had that kind of fitness goal i mean as a kid i was an active kid you know riding bikes playing double dutch all of those things but as i entered into puberty I just made a shift away from that. I think in my head, like I didn't feel like somehow it was as ladylike or as girly or somehow I in- inherited some messages that, you know, a uh, sedentary lifestyle, you know, um, we all watch sex in the city, you know, going out and drinking, you know, and hanging out and eating whatever, like that, that is, that was a sexy lifestyle, you know? Uh-huh. And so, I wasn't taking care of my body. I wasn't doing what I call fundamental self-care. I was doing the self-care on the outside, like so many women unfortunately spend time on, you know, our nails and our hair and all of those things. But real self-care is taking care of your insides, of your inner body. And I knew that, you know, I started to feel like maybe about 10 years ago when my mom started to lose her siblings to a lot of preventable illnesses that, unfortunately, in African-American families, all those things that tend to run in African-American families, I've got them in my family, hypertension, diabetes, you know, all of those things. And um, I started to lose family members, and I'm very close to my family for things that are preventable illnesses. And so I wanted to find a way to make myself healthier, and also to ward off some of those things that were, you know, apparent in my family. But I still had my I still was in my own way and didn't know exactly how to go about it, even though I would be on stages giving empowerment speeches to women and be coaching other women about what they should do in their lives. And I started to just feel very hypocritical, you know, and then for me, the turnaround, one of the turnaround moments was that I was on a TV show and I was giving advice. I was there to laser coach to give advice. And right before we went to air, the producer poked my belly. She poked me <laughs> in the belly, <laughs> <laughs> which, as a woman, we all know that is not fun. You're <laughs> with belly or jiggling your arm fat, like those kinds of things, never cute. She poked my belly and she basically told me to suck in. He was like, you know, you got to suck in because like, this isn't looking good.
0: That's wow.
1: Like right before we went on air with me giving advice to someone else about their lives. And that for me was like devastating because I knew how to, once again, how to dress to cover up my weight and dress to cover up my fat, frankly. Mm-hmm. And so I had been told that the segment was going to be a sitting segment so i had like a black whatever like whatever i had on was dressed to look good sitting i was not prepared to to look good standing now there's something Uh with that you you know feel like okay well if i'm sitting you know i felt like i could cross my legs and that would hide my belly and then like i had like a whole thing set up in my head, and then when the when they were like, okay, you're going to be standing, and we're running out of time, so you're going to stand from the audience, and blah, 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 and so then the producer told me, you know, like, you got to suck in, you know, because basically, you're pregnant like, <laughs> out here, it was not, that was not my shining moment, Phoenix, uh-huh. <laughs> Dr. Pink, that was not my shining moment at all, wow. and even though that part wasn't broadcast, I was humiliated. I felt humiliated Mm -hmm. and then one of the guests on the talk show you know because it was like you know one of those like talk shows where people you know we've seen talk shows where the guests are not necessarily most friendly cuddly person the people giving them advice so one of the guests he said well all right oprah and you know i took that in my delusion and my yeah. hatred, as him saying that I looked obese rather than thinking, okay, well, Oprah is the most phenomenal woman on the planet. So if he's calling me Oprah, you know, something must be right. I took it in my moment of darkness and self hatred as, oh my God, you know, like he's like insulting me for being fat and feeling like hideous. And so, Wow. So I then had to face years and years of things that I was stuffing down because they were, frankly, family traits of emotional eating and um, thinking that comfort food was something other than food that made my, made my body comfortable, made my spirit comfortable, you know, masking emotions and things that I was dealing with with food. So that for me was a big, big wake up, big wake up call. Wow. So
0: what did you do exactly to get you to the point where you started to lose the weight? How did you get educated? Because I find with a lot of people, it's like they're motivated, but now it's like, what what do I do? They don't even know yes. where to start. So how did you start? Did you turn to anyone or did you do research on your own? And how did you subsequently start to lose the weight?
1: Well, as a coach, Phoenix, I'm a big advocate of getting help, of coaching. And so ironically for maybe about a year and a half or two years before this point I was already going to a health coach and I would literally go there, sit there, listen to her advice go home and do nothing and be totally unmotivated you know so I would sit there and she would be like, what did you eat today and I would have my little food charts and whatnot and you know basically I wasn't doing anything except for paying this woman to tell me what I should do and not doing it and she was she's a great coach like we had things like um she's based in Harlem and we had cooking healthy cooking classes and things like that and I grew up in a vegetarian family so it's not like a lot of this was foreign to me um and so getting the education, then I started to do my own research after this point with this woman, started to do my own research about food and started to learn more about paleo, you know, um, and different as- different ways to eat that were contrary to what I was raised mm-hmm. with. That my father, although my my dad, I love him, he's a vegetarian, you can be a vegetarian and be what I consider to be unhealthy. That health rules have changed from when our parents grew up. And my father, you know, he eats a lot of wheat, which is unhealthy for my body, that I have wheat sensitivities. And so does he, but he doesn't know what else to do. He eats a lot of cheese and a lot of dairy, which again, don't work for my body. But for him, he grew up with a different idea of, you know, his 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 parents were farmers. My grandparents were farmers on both sides. So what they grew up with, the healthy food they were raising and creating for themselves is very, very different than the commercial food that we buy. And so I had to learn not only about eating and what to eat and what was healthy, but also specifically what to eat for my body because I have a lot of, um, health concerns like I said in my bloodline. I had to learn how to shop in the supermarket. It sounds mm-hmm. like such a basic thing. But I was so removed, Dr. P from my food. You know, like I lived the New York girl lifestyle. So I ordered everything in um I either uh-huh. ate out ordered everything. <laughs> I literally like you could like not leave your couch. Like, you know, you order
0: don't uh-huh. you and just love it?
1: I I do, but it was killing me. It was was, was unhealthy that I literally had to learn to use the supermarket again. And so now like when I'm in the supermarket, I love being able to have contact with my food and being able to cook for myself and the people that I love, that I was just removed from that. I didn't know how to cook and how to take care of myself in a healthy way. And so going back to those basics, For me like first like you said getting the education and then adding the motivation piece to it knowing what is your why for me was very very helpful and important and then the third part of that puzzle is addressing what is the underlying issue why did you put on the weight to begin with what does that fat represent to you for Mm -hmm. me that putting on extra weight is is a thing about safety you know, and so I'll find that even in times where this year that my dad was sick earlier this year, and I have another family member that's ill, and I noticed my weight creep up 10 pounds. And so mm. that's something that diligently that I'm working on now again, and maybe we can do a 10 pound, um, get get lost with a challenge. Weight, challenge with you. I would love yes. to do that. Because, you know, I, I, for me, it's about being transparent, like I can't just stand here and share with, you know, share with people like, okay, when I lost the 50 pounds, and then when such a large percentage of people gain their weight back, I've gained 10 pounds this year. And you know, now I'm being healthy to to lose it, but it's not about creating a yo-yo, you know, diet. Dieting doesn't work, lifestyle changes do, and also resetting your default to one of self-worth. And so when Mm -hmm. my dad, was sick, you know, and I was taking care of him and taking care of my family. And I've been spending more time than I care to in this year going in hospitals, visiting people I love, then, you know, I'm eating fast food, I'm eating on the go. And so, you know, and I'm not working out as much. And so those things are unhealthy. And so it's about not figuring out, okay. I'm going to run a marathon if you've never had a marathon lifestyle. Figure out small, actionable changes that can work within your life.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's awesome, and I love that you pointed out the paleo diet. I'm an yes. advocate of the paleo diet. Yes. Um, that's something that I I regularly kind of highlight on my blog when I do write nutrition articles and, and a lot of people have been turned onto that and now researching the paleo diet, which is more of a natural way to live and eat. And one of the things in the paleo diet is, is dairy, that it points out, um, that people don't realize about the effects that dairy can have on the body. I don't advocate completely getting rid of dairy, but there's some dairy that's just better than others. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really cool. And and I have so many people that tell me once they go over to the more paleo diet lifestyle, the weight literally just comes off so much more effortlessly than when they eat other ways and then literally had to like kill themselves with exercise and they didn't understand why they were eating the low fat foods or whatever. And they still could not lose the weight. So I think that's awesome that you're on the paleo thing because I think it's one of the best ways to eat. And there are different ways. I also tell people to keep different. an open yes. mind. Yes. But um, I think paleo is definitely up there, especially with nowadays how we're so busy, busy, busy. I find that paleo is one of those ways that can still fit a busy lifestyle. It, it doesn't require that you get these specialized types of foods right? because uh, it's just a more natural way of eating.
1: Exactly, exactly. And Dr. P, here's what works for me, because you have to modify things for what works for you. So for me, I love beans. Beans are, you know, for me, my favorite food. Paleo doesn't include beans, but I don't. Mm -hmm. But for me, my, I am, you know, a vegetarian, almost vegan, um, paleo plus beans. And that is what works for me and for my body, you know, and so people have to do what works for them, that, you know, certain kinds of dairy, like I I, I use, um, I drink kefir, I'm pronouncing it probably different with my mm-hmm. Chinese accent, I think they say I, I don't know how it's pronounced, but I pronounce it kefir. Um. <laughs> and so that's, dairy. that's a dairy, but that's, that's uh-huh. a dairy that works for my body, that my father when he got sick, that they said to him, that he his that certain things in his body looked like a meat eater. You know, like he had eaten a lot of animal products. My dad hasn't been a meat eater in my entire life. And I'm not going to tell you my age, but (laughs) you can Google it. But he eats a lot of cheese. Cheese for him is his meat. And so for him, Uh that's something that is blocking to his body. We are also lactose intolerant. That a lot of people of color, a lot of Asian people of Mm -hmm. Asian descent and African descent are lactose intolerant. And, you know, for us, that it's a very unhealthy thing. Again, do what works for your body. But milk, you know, cow's milk, you know, is meant to turn a baby calf into a thousand-pound cow. That's the purpose (laughs) of it. That's the purpose. It's meant to fatten you up. Yes, that's the sole purpose of it. So, you know, you have to... I heard this Rastafarian say one time and it's so profound and I quote him all the time. He was like, people losing their lives over test buds, you know, and it's, it's, you, know, <laughs> and it's true. you know, it's so true. And so, uh-huh. you know, yes, let's, we'll do together. Um, I'm traveling a bit, but let's schedule and do a 10 pound weight loss challenge together. I would love to do yes. that. Yes, I think it would be amazing. How good are you at jumping rope? Because
0: jumping rope is like my my thing, and and I love putting people onto jumping rope because the calorie burn and the weight loss potential with jumping rope is incredible. And then also because it's both a cardio and a strength training workout in one. So jumping, are you pretty good?
1: I have a jump rope, but again, uh-huh. like I said, like I'm about like working with where you are. I bought a jump rope probably five years ago. Used it maybe twice. Um, okay. I have a kettlebell. I do kettlebells and that for that's me that's a great workout. Yeah, work yeah out. it's the same kind of, you know, thing with the, you know, being able to have a mix of like the cardio and the calisthenic. Yes. Um and I know that and and just let me give you a plug. I know that Dr. Phoenix sells uh, her own jump rope that you can buy on her site, you know. Yes, so, I do. So, I, yeah, I, I actually it was
0: it's crazy how, I mean, like the the old school things, um are things that we just kind of get away from, but they're some of the best exercises, like the most simplistic things. Because when I grew up when I was a little girl, I jump rope, Me uh, I did double dutch things like that. I would spend hours outside, and I and I grew up in New York and Queens, so that was like the thing. Was Me like too. Double dutch, yes. hopscotch. You know, and everything. these are awesome workouts. So I like putting people onto these because I think as we get older we try to make things a little we make things more complex and and we think that, you know, our workouts have super sophisticated and we've got to use all these different machines when that isn't the case. I mean, literally like a piece of equipment like that you can take with you anywhere can transform your body. Cause I've done it with myself. I've done it with other clients. And, um, that's why I was asking you, cause I think a jump rope challenge would be really, really fun. And I think
1: people just have fun jumping rope anyways. So. Yeah, they do. They do. And I'm a, I'm a Queens girl from way back and yes, jumping rope was our way of life. It just was
0: Yes. Yes. All right. So now I wanted to segue into a question because I I was telling you this before we went on air that I get questions all the time from people who follow me on social media or on my website. And unfortunately, I can't always get to questions. But this question stood out to me and I thought you would be a great person to tackle it. Um, It was from a, a reader. She came over actually from my Instagram page. I posted a before and after picture of myself on Instagram, because I've had so many people make the assumption that I've never dealt with yeah. weight issues. Yeah. Like they just think you've always been fit or whatever. Um, and there definitely was a period where I was struggling with my weight and then a period where I put on a significant amount of weight. I think at that time I was about 165 and I'm mm. 5'2. Wow. Um, so I lost a lot of weight. Um, I'm down now to 119. I hover between like 119 and 122. But I put this picture up on uh, Instagram, and in the caption, I just put a motivational message. Not so much focusing on the the physical aspect of it, because I think that's something that we always go to directly. We don't mm-hmm. really think about the mental component of fitness, which is what's going to carry you through everything. Mm-hmm. Like if your mind is not there, if you've not made that absolute 100% commitment to it and really said, this is what I'm going to do no matter what, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how early I got to get up in the morning, no matter how much I want that, you know, um, those fries and that hamburger versus the, you know, the salad, I'm going to do it. Uh, People really need to get themselves in that mental space. And a lot of that is loving yourself uh, because I do believe that, and you touched on this is like, we, sometimes use the food to cover up emotional pain to drown out other issues it's comfort um so this this young woman she said that she's noticed that since she's losing the weight and this is something she did not expect out of all the mental you know things that wouldn't come her way she didn't expect that her friends now would start um, not only abandoning her but also putting her down making her feel like what she was there was a problem with what she was doing it's, it's like she goes out with them and they're saying well you know why you got to eat that or you know what's the problem Or you're looking you're losing too much weight or you, you need to eat you know some chicken or something you know yes. and she doesn't understand this because she's definitely got some more weight to lose she actually shared a picture with me and she's got some more weight to lose and she does not understand why these people that she thought were her friends are now trying to sabotage her and is what she needs to do to, she's almost in a space. It sounds like she wants to salvage the relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have my thoughts on that, but I wanted to give you the question on how, how she should approach that, you know, with, you know, losing the weight and now having to confront possibly losing friends. If that's something you've dealt with, That's part one. I'd like to know if you've dealt with that. And then also, how would you advise her
1: to approach it? Sure. I am so glad to have this question because, Phoenix, this is something that I definitely experienced, um, that as I started to lose the weight, um, release weight is what I like to say because, you know, just as, as a mental shift that we, whenever we think of losing something, that it's our instinct to hold on to it. So when I chose to release the weight, the unhealthy weight from my body. That this is something that I experienced. Um, a few different, in a few different ways. That first, I had friends say to me when, because for me, I stopped drinking. Also. Um, and you know again i live in new york and there are certain ways that we socialize um i stopped with the french fries and certain things that were just a part of you know the way we socialize over food Mm -hmm. and so it was really challenging that i had a friend say to me as a matter of fact you know because i got um whatever it was that i was eating um without the salt and she was like you know get why aren't you getting the salt the salt will kill you well she doesn't know anything about my medical situation or whatever and so for some people the salt will kill you you know I have hypertension that runs in my family my direct bloodline and it has killed family members of mine and also that's my choice and I I even had um, strangers because you know like you I'm in the public eye and so when we're close to our tribe that people in a way feel like they own you some ownership of you and their positives and negatives with that I had someone leave a lengthy post on my Facebook page, you know, a man saying, you know, I liked you before when you had all the curves and you had something to hold on to. I don't like this new you. I don't like, and it's like, I am not here for your public comment and consumption. You know, mm-hmm. like, you don't have to like me. Here's where the problem comes in that a lot of us as women, you know, and so and and losing weight is completely a self love game completely a self-love and self-care game. I talk about this a lot in the Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love, that, you know, a lot of us as women are people pleasers, like me, you know, that this is something that I was raised with and has been a challenge for me to realize that you can like and love people without needing to please them and to affirm them. And so the problem comes in that, you know, in theory, it's easy to be like, well, who cares what people think? But frankly, when we do... Love people, we do care what they think. So it's becoming more grounded in what it is that you think about you than what they think about you. That some of these relationships, I did have to cut off and I did have to end that. The reasons why um, people are reacting to you, to you in this way are varied. Some of them, you know, and they all think that they're coming from probably a positive place. But some people, you know, have their own challenges that they're afraid to face. For some people, depending on what your weight situation is, maybe you were the fat, funny friend. And so for them that that challenges the status quo and the dynamics of the relationship now that you are someone else physically, you know. (laughs) And for some people, it challenges their own ideas about what they should eat. And so then they feel guilty, you know, when they see you maybe making different choices about yourself and the choices that they should be making there are a myriad of ways why, reasons why other people are reacting the ways that they can they they are here's the important thing you cannot base your life on what other people's choices are because no matter what the only person you can control is you you can't control your parents your children your friends your spouse your anything there's no other person you know who is an adult who you can control but yourself and so there are some relationships so here's what i would recommend have, a, have an open conversation with the relationships that you want to salvage. That there were some people that I honestly just stopped hanging out with and didn't feel a need to have a conversation with. And then there are others that I have to have a conversation with. Um, one of them was a family member who said to me, you're getting too skinny. And I wrote this person a letter because in my culture, you know, as an African-American, as an African-Caribbean person, people tend to be more comfortable with heavier body weights. And that's a great thing that we love and respect all different sizes. What's not a great thing is that we're dying of hypertension and diabetes (laughs) and a lot of different things. That's not cute. So I have to write this person Uh a lengthy letter and say to them, you know, please don't make comments about me, about my body. Don't tell me if you think I'm too fat, too skinny, too whatever, because here are my challenges. Here's what I'm dealing with. And that is not helpful to me. You know, and the person apologizes. There will be some people who will apologize. And there will be some people where you'll have to say, here's where we part ways. But what you don't want to do is get into a mindset where you want to please the people around you so you start to make decisions that are unhealthy for you start to, you know, order the fries or order the burger or order whatever it is that you know is not the best choice for yourself in order to fit in with your friends. That's the same peer pressure that has kids on drugs and that sort of thing. We face peer pressure too as as adults. But when you ground yourself in self-love, Self worth and ask yourself if you're about to order what is the most self loving choice that I can make, then you'll come from a healthier place. That for me, if I'm going to a restaurant to meet my friends, I go online first and look at the menu before I even get there, so that when I'm there, I know already what the choices are that work for me, that work with what I want to eat. Um, and so then you're not in the moment being swayed by okay, well, let's we're all having this, well, that's great, you all can do that and i respect your you know your choices for your body but you have to respect mine as well this is what i'm having for me
0: that's wonderful and i i love that i absolutely love that you you take the stance of there's going to come a point where with some people you're going to part ways that's just you know the way it is and and i i personally i've i've dealt with the same thing as well too i think everyone i mean it's an interesting phenomenon with, you know, losing weight and then losing friends on top of it, um, which is why I wanted to present this to you. It's just, I think there's going to be so many people who, when they see this, they're going to identify and they're going to hear what you've shared and it's really going to impact them and it's going to help push them in the right direction. Because I think some people are really in that spot where they start looking at themselves and they start thinking, well, maybe I'm doing something wrong because they want to salvage these relationships because they genuinely care about these people and because these people are now projecting all this negativity towards them they start actually thinking well maybe I am doing something wrong maybe I should you know put some more weight back on me or whatever to make everybody else happy when the problem is external it's not you it's their problem and now you're making now they're trying to make their problem your problem and how much of a friend is that if you know if they want to try to negatively influence you instead of praising you for doing something
1: great, for doing something positive and healthy for yourself. So, Yes, and before we go, I just want to just add that what my closest people to me did, you know, family members who were closest to me and friends who were closest to me, my best friend, she started to eat in a more healthy way for herself she started to do the research and you know read the articles and say wow i didn't know that this was in this or that that was whatever and she started to make healthier choices for her body not because i asked her to or told her to or whatever but she felt like oh wow she took it as an opportunity for her to get healthy as well and so you know you can really see who your friends are you know who by how they how they react to this exactly that's a wonderful point absolutely the people
0: who are supposed to be with you through this journey they'll follow you and they're going to everybody's watching you that's the thing and that's I feel like that's one of the parts where you know who your friends are because they're going to see the positive changes that you're making and they're going to also want to make those positive changes with you and grow with you as well whereas the people that you've got to leave to the wayside they're eventually going to fall off by their own accord you know and you just let it all happen so thank you so much for doing this interview I had so much fun um, having you on and you've shared so many like wonderful pearls of wisdom I think it's great. And you're just a beautiful wonderful spirit um, so I always enjoy any opportunity to talk to you but thank you so much for uh, taking some time out of your busy busy day um, in wonderful NYC to chat up with me um, and I hope to do some more uh, videos with you in the near future and also a challenge we're definitely going to talk offline about setting up a fitness challenge
1: because that's something that I would love to do with you as well yes 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 i'm thinking that even though november is cold that because i'm traveling over the next couple months that may be the best time and let's you know let's do it yes wonderful okay so
0: anything else that you'd like to share with us um where to find you website
1: social media Yes. Okay, so I'm at sacred bombshell.com. As you said, uh, my book is the sacred bombshell handbook of self love. And I've got some meditation albums, affirmation cards, other fun things that you can find. And I'm throughout social media at Abiola TV. And I look forward to just chatting with you and meeting you all out there in the universe wonderful wonderful and i will be sharing
0: this as youtube as well on our youtube channel so mine at dr phoenix you guys are going to see it so probably like in the next uh, week or so the next couple days i'll be throwing this up but you guys will see it very very soon thank you for tuning in to this episode of my fit 411 it was tons of fun the awesome aviola abrams and you guys take care peace Take care. bye